Hello, and welcome to Femme On Poetry Theater. I'm your host, Ada McCartney. Each episode features an interview with a fellow poet wherein we exchange news, share work, speak on inspiration and dialogue about the process of etymological transformation. Thank you for joining us. Speculative cunt. Fistful of acorns. I fall in a prairie dog den, walking from around rural cottage to neon. Saturated lights, red carpet. Do the handshake with the man-child of holiness. What caused the thunder? Water mem orishad erzat suck stuck struck divine. Un ion in a single package. It's a wrap, you thought. You are wrong. It was just beginning to lap. In la shore, pussy calor. You endure in rage, you ornery oblivion, stiff forming peaks, stiff pricks. Hoof beats overhead, stampede, stamped, dead. You want to know where my voice comes from? (laughs) My voice grows, creeps and leaps, climbs and vines, roots down deep from my cunt. It's oregano, spicy, pine evergreen, warm sap running, nopal skin, sharp thorn skin, holding water, holding life. Dear listener, welcome to Poetry Theater. I'm your MC, Ada McCartney. 
The poems you just heard were from my chapbook, Cunt Poems, published in 2021 by Im Process, an imprint of the Wisdom Body Collective. If you'd like to hear more or read more from this book, rather, you can download it for free, that's right, free, at www.wisdombodycollective.com under the chapbook library tab. I'll put a link in the show notes. Welcome to today's very special solo episode of Poetry Theater. Um, here today, in particular, to um, bring attention to and speak with Band Books Week, which happened the first week of October, and to continue this conversation about censorship, about um, surveillance, advertising, and kind of kind of uh, synthesize a few things that have been coming up that I've been learning. And I wanted to start with the poems from uh, Cunt Poems because under um, the legislation, HB 2495, which says that um, it's against sex in books. So it uh, puts penalties on teachers and librarians for stocking books, teaching books, talking about books that reference or contain sex. Um, and this is widely being used, as we know, to um, target certain people. Uh, however, cunt poems would fall squarely in that category. And um, Amy, the uh, who designed this book, who midwifed it, who put it together, um, she encouraged me to write some essays on the process. As we, it didn't occur to me when I first conceived this book, um, quite what I was undertaking. Which, as I learn more from other authors who whose books are actually banned and are um, getting attention from it, that uh, seems to be a pretty common response. Um, so, the poet Diane de Prima wrote, and this is, uh, this is the quote that Cunt Poems is taking its title and thematic work from. De Prima writes, My cunt is a bomb exploding your Christian conscience. My teeth tear out the throat of your despair. My jaws annihilate computer centuries. My arms, my knees embrace your serpent. Your sin becomes my song. The shock waves of my pleasure annihilate. A contemporary of Diane de Prima's, um, Lenore Candell, whose um, 1966 The Love Book was, um, it caused an outrage, uh, and she wrote um, in the introduction to her next book, Word Alchemy, she wrote this, Poetry is never compromise. It is the manifestation, the translation of a vision, an illumination, and experience 
If you compromise your vision, you become a blind prophet, Kendall writes. And she goes on in this introduction. There are no barriers to poetry or prophecy. By their nature, they are barrier breakers. Bursts of perceptions, lines into infinity. When an outside agency takes it upon itself to attempt the censorship of poetry, it is censoring the acceptance of truth and the leap toward revelation. When a society becomes afraid of its poets, it is afraid of itself. A society afraid of itself stands as another definition of hell. A poem that is written and published becomes available to those who choose to read it. This seems to me to imply one primary responsibility on the part of the poet, that he tell the truth as he sees it that he work alchemy within the language. These are the form and existence of poetry itself. And just to give you a, a little taste of the poetry in that book that followed her, um, that followed in 1967, her band book, um, Lenore Kendall includes this poem. To fuck with love, phase one. To fuck with love. To change the temperature of the air. Passing two strangers into one osmotic angel. Beyond the skin grows in my hands like a tree. Miracle, miracle. Out of the burning bush I understand the lingam ladies bruising their softest flesh in unassuageable worship like a tree. Positions and pleasures of need my body transforms into one enormous mouth between my legs. Suck fucking, oh that lovely cock, big, grand, and terrible. The upthrust implement of love. I taste the mouth pores of my body. Cocksucker in heavenly, the tongue between my thighs, spreading my legs to scream, and I burst, I burst, I burst. He moves from me to me, and then, plunging, big, grand, most terrible, into and all of me can help but shriek, yes, 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 this is what I wanted. This beautiful he explodes, volcano tipped inside me, my veins drip sperm, my God, the worship that it is to fuck. 
the worship that it is to fuck, writes Lenore Candell in Word Alchemy. So what's changed since 1966-1967? Everything, nothing. I attended the Arizona State University Desert Nights Rising Stars Conference this past weekend, and um, a sort of hopeful consensus, and I don't know, I felt hopeful, taken hopefully with it. Um, everything's changing and everything's staying the same. Um... One thing I'm doing this week, and I, I recommend it to anybody who's listening right now who hasn't already, um, go back uh, to the first week of October. Uh, fellow FemOn member Tanya Todd curated and facilitated seven days of conversations about banned books. Uh, I took place in a conversation about the book Charlotte's Web. You'll have to listen to find out why it was banned and what we have to say about it. Um, all seven of those talks are absolutely worth uh, worth a listen. You can watch them on YouTube. You can listen to them here on our Femon channel, wherever you get your podcasts. It's outstanding work. Um, she's been doing this project for two years, and I just want to... I'm struck by the barely scratching the surface of the list of books that are banned. Um currently ever in the United States in any one particular state or town at any one given time. The most powerful I, um, event that I went to at the Desert Nights Rising Stars Conference was a panel discussion that was put on by Penn, Arizona, along with Amnesty International. And they brought together uh, a, senator, a senator, an Arizona senator, uh, a gentleman representing, a lawyer representing the ACLU, a, an academic librarian who is affiliated with Amnesty International, and a children's librarian from a nearby smallish town. Um, in particular, to speak on her experience being a children's librarian in this town that she also grew up in. Um, and my heart's beating a little bit faster as I talk about this, as it did um, when she was talking about it. This, um, this person, this children's librarian, <clears throat> could not even safely use her uh, given or preferred name on this panel because her safety and person had been so thoroughly harassed and threatened over this um, increasingly divisive issue of censorship, banned books. Um, and her bottom line, her takeaway after, after they told these stories of being doxxed, of, um, you know, being accused of distributing porn, of grooming youth, um, just horrific things by families they'd known their entire life. The bottom line, the takeaway this, uh, this li children's librarian offered us in the audience um, was 
to continue to bring hope, gentleness, and putting the effort and the energy into conversation that de-escalates, into the soft and supple conversations, to center humanity. Um, And so that's what I wanted to bring as the, the core of it today. If you're feeling particularly desolate or you feel the urge to do something, write a letter of support to your local librarian Thank a teacher, thank a librarian, read a band book, um, listen to the band book's conversations, write, uh, write a piece of prose or poetry that would absolutely be prohibited under HB 2495. Um, another thing that came up in that particular panel uh, the representative of Amnesty International brought this up, and it it was a little bit mind-blowing uh, for me because while it's something I've been thinking about a lot, it hadn't occurred to me that just the utter human rights violation. So um, this person representing the Amnesty International this uh, and university librarian um, was calling for everyone in the room to in the conversation to address this elephant in the room this surveillance advertising that's incompatible with human rights um the amnesty international is actually uh studying this issue right now and um in terms of censorship and banning trends and they're looking at how this affects autonomy um how big data and psychology work together to um let the algorithm bring up things for us to click on that we that t- thusly taking away autonomy bit by bit um if you're not familiar with amnesty international or if you're rusty on it take 10 minutes take 15 minutes take a look at their uh website it's uh illuminating to say the least illuminating um Another thing that I got from the conference, this is a totally different workshop. I believe Victoria Chang um, of Arizona State University's, or I'm not Arizona State University, U of A's Poetry Center, um, said this in a multimedia storytelling workshop. Um, And she talked about this practice of everyday Asking the work what it wants or needs to be. Um, And I thought that really went along so perfectly with this gentleness, with this bringing a sort of openness and even beyond de-escalation and open-heartedness to, from the outside in. Um before we can bring it out into the world, into our communities, we start with ourselves, with our own work. What, what does the work need to be today? What do we need to be today? What do I need to be today? Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, dear listener, for joining me for this uh, solo episode of Poetry Theater. 
I hope you're enjoying the show so far and tuning into the myriad of offerings that the Femon Collective has to offer. Until next time, this is Ada, signing off.